Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel the to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a military veteran and expert. Uh, after 29 years in the armed forces, he is now an author of some fantastic books, and I'll have you tell him the names. I'll have him tell us the names, uh, which I've read many of them. They're like, without mercy, without this, without that. What are they, Colonel David Hunt? What What are they? Without yeah. regret? Yeah, uh, yes. The, 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 the first one was... Uh... The New York Times bestseller, which was they just don't get it. And they, so there's, there's six of them. But you were you've you've been very kind. You, you uh, we did your television show on them. And, yep. Yeah. And you you put a couple of New York Times bestsellers on the map too. So yeah, but yours are more interesting. Mine are like political dialogue. Yours are like real mysteries, and they they ought to make uh, movies out of yours. But anyway, we're trying to get a couple. But thank you. Yeah. Oh well, let me know. I'll be there for the opening night. Uh, of course you will. <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, but listen, today uh, we're going to talk about something that that isn't fun, and it's nice to you know break away for a couple minutes and laugh about a few things, but. Uh, you know, this is a very important moment in history, uh, not just in Israeli history, but in American history. Uh, it, you know, we saw last Friday uh, a day of rage that was called for by uh, Hamas and by the militants uh, after the uh, the wholesale uh, massacre of Israelis and the taking of hostages, including American hostages. Um, how did how did the intelligence miss this colonel hunt yeah uh this is a, yes the worst attack on israel since it was was founded in 1948 yeah. and, uh, this the, the the gravity of this and the depth of the failure um it's hard to even imagine because what hamas did for Depending on who's talking, but for minimum six months, as long as two years. Right. I've prepare, heard mm-hmm. prepare and successfully invaded Israel, captured military bases, captured generals, captured older women, the, the massacres of children. Uh, it was a terribly successful invasion uh, by a terrorist force, uh, which I think changes the nature of terrorism. How does it happen when you don't pay attention? You have to. Israel's got the, the the great a great intelligence service, very aggressive, extremely confident. So does the United States, and we're we're a huge supporter of Israel and help them in many 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 ways. One of which is with intelligence gathering. Uh, we everyone start looking at Ukraine. Huh. Israel was focused on internal politics, yes, uh, and they blew it. I mean, they, it wasn't just in, um, the the lack of knowledge about the attack. But there were hours, 12, 13, 14 hours before the IDF showed up at these kibbutzes to take them back. Yes. The IDF lost two military camps. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. unheard of. There were a couple hundred soldiers taken. Initially, some were killed. Some got away. Um, how is um, not paying attention? Because they have the capability. They, they, and an extremely capable Hamas, fully supported by Iran financially, um, operationally, and they put together a plan right in front of the Israelis and, and us 
without being without any reaction by Israel. And now Israel's playing catch up okay. and doing the biblical destruction they need to do. But uh, the exact nature of the failure is becoming more known. Okay, so so Colonel Colonel David Hunt, you've got you've got the Mossad, you've got the Israeli Defense Force, their intelligence, United States intelligence. We miss this, too, because we share intelligence with Israel. And you know what? People will say it's not the time and it really isn't the time. But you've made a point to me and I really want my listeners to hear this uh, and and maybe you can expand on it. But unless we understand the nature of how they did it, how they orchestrated, planned it, and finally executed it. There is no way that uh, the Israelis at this point are will be able to uh, capture the hostages that are in that 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 small area of Gaza, American hostages as well as Israeli hostages. Yeah, it's it's there's two things. It, what you said, yeah, yeah, they have to totally understand the nature of the of the attack. But and number one and two, how they missed it, because the same intelligence agencies are going to be used and are vital in the upcoming attack on Gaza. So if you've got holes in your uh, intelligence, which, of course, they do, or the worst case is they've been infiltrated by Hamas, which I yes. would bet again. But that's a, a possibility, considering the, the, the depth and scope of this failure. You have to you, that in, the intelligence that failed you. Not to see the attack. It's the same intelligence you're going to use for Israeli soldiers going across the line. And you've got to fix that. That's the politics. It's for somebody else. But from a tactical standpoint, it's critical. And the answers we keep getting by both U.S. people and Israelis, oh, don't worry about that now. They pat you on the head. Mm-hmm. Say, don't worry about that now. We've got a fight to, to do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Get your hand off my head and understand what I just said, which is you failed intelligence. If it's not fixed, it's going to fail you in this very, very difficult, the hardest fighting there is, which is combat built up cities, built up area, uh, urban warfare, whatever you want to call it. It's the hardest in the world. And Gaza is a dense maze of buildings and skinny roads that tanks don't maneuver very well. They've got tunnels they've been building for for decades. It's very, very tough. And. Yeah. Okay. So you talk about urban warfare and you talk about the fact that it's going to be very difficult. It's urban warfare in a densely populated area with 2.3 million uh, Palestinians there is complicated by the fact that there are even tunnels underneath. Okay. How does that add to it? And complicated even more by the fact that there are hostages. And these hostages, what American Israeli doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to be used as human shields. I mean, do, do do you've been in the military, you've been at war, you've led men. How do you, men and women, I assume, but, but how do you prepare knowing that there will be people lost? There will be not just civilian casualties, but the very hostages that you're going to save, you, they may be the ones that you lose first. Yes, uh, the, the planners of this attack, and there is going to be an attack. Uh, the, uh, Israel IDF that just ordered half of Gaza to go from the north to the south, you know, today. Right, now. on Friday, you know, right. On, yeah, today. Um, half of the ones that have to know where 100, 150 hostages are, the fact that they're underground makes it a little more difficult because, because it depends how far down to go. 
to spot them with radar. You've got spies on the we've got spies looking for them. Um, there's pet, there's tactical means, um, drones. You have to watch patterns of people moving. It, it is hard. And then the rescue, actually rescuing one hostage, is about a hundred people involved in the operation. When you get all the support, you want you want to take 150 hostages. That's never been done. I mean, Entebbe was a brilliant raid, but everybody was in the same room. Right. At a not very well guarded airport. Right. This is a very well guarded uh, group of hostages that Hamas has already claimed as of this morning have killed. They claim to have killed 14 hostages already. But they haven't shown us the proof yet. It, it, but so, the the amazing part of this is that there that there is no way to even identify where they are. I mean, how do you start? I mean, haven't they shut down the communications? They've got they have there's a pattern and things to do. They've got the U.S. people over there, special operations people. The Israelis are the best, one of some of the best in the world at doing this operation. I'm just saying to you. Um, that it is a it's a very difficult operation to do a pinpoint strike to save all the hostages. Nobody, none of the hostages get killed. Your guys don't killed, and all the bad guys die. That's television. That's not reality. This is very, for example, the simplest thing to worry about. If they're on the ground and you do an attack, the tunnel can collapse on them. These aren't, you know, these are pretty good made tunnels. But you've got you've got so many things that can go wrong in a hostage rescue because you're trying to be precise. And to worry about collateral damage, which is an issue every time you go into a place like Hamas or Baghdad or anywhere where there's a, a civilian population and you're fighting in it, you're guaranteeing to lose civilians. Bullets ricochet. Bombs are not precise. They may blow up in the spot you want, but they go 50, 100, 200 meters every which way and kill things. So civilians. It's very, very hard thing to accept. Die in wars, and 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 when we fight them, and the Israelis try, um, is to not kill civilians. But All right. It'll happen. You All want right. to limit that, but that's what a reality. Yeah, and you know, people are saying, you know, it's been a week, uh, it's been eight days, and you know, they haven't done anything yet. But but they warned. Look. Look, the Israeli uh, military has said, you know, they've sent out these evacuation notices. You go south to, you know, get out of the north of Gaza to the Palestinians. Now, they get out of the north. Where do they go? Is uh, uh, Egypt isn't letting them out. None of the Arab countries are taking these people from Palestine. They've never taken them since the creation of the nation state, as you say, in 1948. No one has wanted the Palestinians from the Arab world. And that is it's rather shocking, especially at a time when they everybody knows that Israel is going full hog on this, that um, the Palestinians are in in dire need of a, a safe haven. All right. Now, the fact that Hamas isn't working with Iran and other countries and saying, you know, let's let's get these Palestinians out is is proof positive that they're using the Palestinians as leverage so they can say to the world, look, look at what the Israelis are doing to the Palestinians. Otherwise, they'd get them out there if they really gave a damn about the Palestinians. But they don't. It's leverage. You know, it's it's both, leverage on both sides. Israel knows that they can't move a hundred, a million and four, million three people from one part of Gaza to the other. They, physically, you can't get that done immediately. And secondly, there's no place to put them. 
UN's not in there. They got a couple of schools letting people in. There's no tents. There's no food. There's no water. There's no electricity. So it's it, it's uh, um, it's Israel being able to say, well, we told the civilians to move, right. and Hamas is also saying to the same civilians, don't move. So what that means is Israeli Israel is not going to last much longer not attacking. You've got too many soldiers sitting waiting to attack. That's not a good idea to have soldiers sitting and waiting for days. They're prepping the battlefield with artillery and jets. They've dropped more, more bombs from jets than they did in 2014. And this is just the beginning. This is, this is, this is biblical. This is an unrestrained uh, idea um, because of what's happened in Israel. Uh, it, 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 it'd be, wars are brutal by definition. And this would just be another example. This will be the most brutal one that Israel's ever done since 1948. And, you know, Colonel David Hunt, we have been seeing uh, what, what what the war in Ukraine, Russia's invasion in Ukraine, yep. and, and, you know, we're starting to get a little numb to that. But what we are seeing in terms of the uh, the brutality, the barbaric medieval brutality of these innocent victims, children, babies, pregnant women, you know, their, their tummies being opened up, babies being taken out, still connected to the mother with the uh, umbilical cord, and the baby then stabbed, the mother then shot in the head. I mean, this is, you talk about biblical proportions. We haven't heard about this this kind of barbarity. And so, you know, no one can fault Israel for finally saying, especially Bibi Netanyahu, you know, it, there's no holds barred here. And yet you've got you've got uh, the day after the, the, the massacre in uh, on Saturday, the next day on Sunday, you have uh, I think it's AOC and Ilhan Omar calling for a ceasefire. You know, the leftist politicians, and I know that, you know, that's not something you think is even important, but, you know, they sway Americans just like this day of rage this past Friday across the world. Uh, you know, they want people to believe that Israel is evil. And, you know, they these are people in Congress. These are people in universities. These are people who, you know, are, have half a brain. So, I mean, a quick answer on that. Yes. Um, the, part of the, the terrible aspect of this is Hamas did all those things, obviously on purpose, so that they would galvanize the Israelis, and the Israelis would do what they're going to do, which is brutal. And the only thing that saved Hamas is world opinion. It's already started to change where people are asking for to be, the Israelis to be more considerate, which they shouldn't be and they won't be. Um, the, the, the press in the world is starting to talk about, well, can't Israel be more humane? One, there's nothing humane about any war any time in the history of war. Two, no, Israel can't be after what just happened. Uh, the, period. That's, that's the problem. That's the, that's the only thing that would save Hamas is the world opinion gets to a point where Israel decides, oh, we, we can't do this. But right now, and for as long as it's going to happen, the U.S., the President of the United States, everyone, in, most everyone, um, is talking about staying the course with Israel for as long as this takes. Can you I think? think the, I, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you finish. I think that what the, what you're finding is some people, as the ones you mentioned, are just idiots um, and shouldn't be listened to. But uh, they have been, and it will get. There'll be a lot of beat once all this, once this army crosses into Gaza. You really start to hear people 
carping about how bad this is going to be. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be bad. You have to go back to Saturday and Sunday on what happened and kids um, having a hedge chopped off. Yeah. That's bad. And, yeah. and this is going to be payback. There's no question. And it should be. Yeah, well, I think can you can you think of anyone better than Bibi Netanyahu? I mean, this is a man who came from the military, uh, you know, who speaks very strongly and and acts very strongly. Uh, he's got a unity government now in Israel. Uh, he's the right man for this. Yes, Bibi. Yeah, I get it. Yes, and I I know you're friends with him. Yes, for the for the coming for this war, Bibi is the right guy. But the same guy, his government, same guy's government. Let it down on not knowing about the intelligence, how this started. So it's a tough coin to look at. Yeah. But right now, this is, this is right. Sharon would have been a good one. Yes. But military guys as prime ministers fighting are the best to have um, when you're fighting a war. The issue he's going to have to face is how they let this happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the, 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 let's talk about the American government just for uh, a few minutes. You've got uh, more Americans killed here than were killed in Benghazi, uh, than were killed in the uh, USS Cole, uh, than were killed in, uh, you know, Benghazi. The US- Oh, Afghanistan. We had 13 service members who were killed there, American service members. And yet the United States uh, is offering – Commercial flights that Americans have to pay for. And then all of a sudden on Friday, they said, well, maybe we'll be sending some planes in. Now, I want to read to you a list of the countries that are already involved in exit strategies for their citizens who are in Israel. Canada, Mexico, Panama, Chile, Iceland, Germany, Switzerland, France, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Colombia, Brazil, Paraguay, Argentina, Norway, Albania, Finland, Sweden, Poland, Ukraine, Hungary, North Macedonia, Greece, Nigeria, Russia, South Korea, Thailand, Australia. The one country that is missing from there is the United States. The United States is not involved in returning Americans from Israel and as recently, you know, as Friday has said, well, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get some charter flights, but you're going to have to fly commercial. I mean, what is with this Biden administration? What is with the inability of the Biden administration to join 20, 29 countries who are in there getting their people out? I mean, you know, Italy got their people out. Ukraine got their people out. Germany, France, Spain. This is crazy. Yeah, it, this is, first of all, the great part of the story um, that you're bringing up. Uh, the state of Florida is flying people out. Yeah. I've had, I've had two con- uh, contracts started and then stopped because they got to they get out on their own to mm-hmm. get about 50 Americans out twice. I did, we didn't have to do it, luckily. Um, but there's no excuse for this. I have no idea... There's no way, no way to justify what, what's happening. For example, they just had a plane land, more than one. This is this. It's just this simple. Um, they dropped off ammunition for the Israelis, right? Yep. Well, pile on foreign Americans and fly them back. Right. But tonight, really, is this not, I'm, not, I'm not oversimplifying it. It's that simple. Yeah. Okay. We got a plane coming in. It's going to have this much room. We need foreign Americans to show up at the Tel Aviv airport at 9 a.m. and we'll fly you home. For free, nothing. That's not. It's, it's just not being done. It's it's lack of planning and will. Yeah, it, and, forget and the lack of planning. It's inexcusable. 
It, it is inexcusable, but it's not lack. It, it's a lack of will. We saw it in well, Afghanistan. <laughs> what? I, I said planning and will. Yeah, when no, I'm quoting first. you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm so uh, fired okay. up over this. Uh, uh, but this guy, this guy Biden, and, and uh, you know, we don't have time to talk about it. But uh, on Friday, they identified uh, uh, two Lebanese who were on the terrorist list, and you know, yeah. uh, uh, Lebanon. I mean, it's it's a shame it's been taken over by Hezbollah. But they came in through the open border. I mean, how many gotaways have come through? 151 on the terrorist watch list alone this year. Um, you know that open border has created the opportunity for Hamas and whatever terrorist wants to start their uh, uh, their medieval barbaric uh, actions in the United States. They're, they're all geared up and ready to go. So final word, the, the, Colonel. The border is the worst it's been in 25 years. There's no question. It's a failure. And the administration's failed so far to help American citizens. And Israel will have its revenge. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Colonel David Hunt, uh, you are absolutely the best. You always have been. It's great to hear from you. And hopefully we'll continue to hear from you as this continues. Thank you. Have a great day. Take care. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.